Hi everybody, this is Ben and this is Ben's Week in Medical School, sharing knowledge about the human body and glimpses into life in medical school. This podcast is for your entertainment and education. I do my best to present accurate information, but this is not professional medical advice and does not represent the views of my medical school. Hello everybody, thanks for downloading this episode of the Ben's Week in Medical School podcast. This is episode 208. And I'm just finishing week 65 of medical school. It's been an exciting couple of weeks. I took a break from podcasting over the last few weeks because some other exciting things came up. But that's good because now I have more to talk about. Today, I am going to talk about the elective that I just had in trauma surgery. Let's get to it. Trauma surgery is a specialty I've been interested in for a long time. When someone's injured in a car crash or from a gunshot or a big fall, the ambulance will call into the emergency apartment ahead of time and the trauma team will be activated. And within a minute or two, members of the team, if you're in the emergency department, like I am a lot, um, researching or doing volunteer work, I'll see members of the trauma team assemble, um, drop what they're doing on the phone, say they're going to call people back, eat a bite of their sandwich, and then start uh, getting on a gown, gloves, shoe covers, maybe a hair net, or, and then a face mask, although everybody has those already on now. Um, on the team, there are going to be a portable x-ray machine operator, a pharmacist who's probably preparing doses of the life support meds that we use, specially trained trauma emergency nurses ready to start IV lines and make and run fluids and medications and get vital signs and enter orders. And leading the whole team is a trauma surgeon and probably also an emergency department physician. So up until this week, I've always watched this team assemble from the sidelines And then when the patient arrives, they all enter the trauma suite and close the door behind, and I'm stuck on the outside. But this week, I got to be a part of the team as an elective for school. So here's a quick glimpse into one of our trauma call downs this week. We were on rounds in the trauma critical care unit, so basically rounding on all the patients that had previously had surgery and were now being... Uh, followed up with to help them with their recoveries and rehabilitation until they could be discharged. Anyway, we were on rounds and everyone's beepers start buzzing and beeping. Uh, when my beeper went off, I actually got to read what the what the call was, which was a tier one blunt trauma to the head arriving to trauma bay C in five minutes. I got all that information along with everybody else. That kind of tells the team just enough to know what to expect. Um, I was lucky enough to get picked to join and actually be in the room um, while we treated the patient. There were too many students actually at rounds for everyone to go. Um, So one or two of us were going to have to stay behind, but it was one of my last days in my elective, so I got to go. We all closed up our computers, put away our white coats, and walked over to the emergency department to wait for the ambulance. We were all gowned up and waiting for a minute or two, and then the ambulance arrived and everything kicked into action. The first thing, once the person was in the room, uh, was wheeled into the room, is they 
the attending surgeon got a report from the EMS crew. After that, everything kind of kicked into gear. Um, the patient was wearing a neck collar to immobilize the spine. They had had a big fall uh, and hit their head really hard and lost consciousness. So there was no blood and the patient was groggy but responsive and was breathing and had good pulses and could even follow instructions like wiggling toes. So those were all really good signs. They started to cut off the patient's clothing and do the secondary assessment, which is looking over every square inch of the body for bleeding or signs of, of injuries beneath the skin, like deformities or depressions or bones sticking out where they shouldn't be. I actually got my first assignment on the trauma team, which was, I need one med student over there with double gloves and lube. So I, um, I went over where the surgeon was pointing. I didn't hear what the second instruction was at first. So I was getting a second pair of gloves on, double gloves, and the resident handed me a packet of lube. So it turns out that my job was going to be to do a rectal exam on the patient. Really basic, just to um, check whether the, whether the patient's rectum had uh, tone which is uh, basically it means that the, the rectal sphincter is always sort of a little bit clenched unless the patient has had an injury which severs or disrupts the nerves that are going from the brain or the spine to the rectum. So it's one more thing that you need to check. So the first thing is they log roll the patient over and the resident next to me moves completely from the head all the way down the neck and the spine, checking for any tenderness and any deformities of the spine because they're looking to see if there's any major nerve trauma. And then it was my job and I pushed my lubed finger into the rectum and there was a normal amount of resistance just from this baseline level of musculature of the anal sphincter, which indicated that the nerves from the brain and spinal cord to that part of the body were intact. So the surgeon asked me, was the rectal tone normal? And I said, rectal tone was normal. And the surgeon asked if there was any blood in the rectum. I said, no blood in the rectum. They moved on and my job was done. They log rolled the patient back onto their back. Um, and there were then started doing x-rays. After a few more minutes, we went down to the CT scanner. So I would say we were finished in the trauma bay in about eight to 12 minutes before we headed for the CT scan. The CT scan was looking for any internal bleeding inside the head or from the arteries in the base of the skull or the neck or, or any fractures to the spine in the neck area. The trauma surgery team stayed in the control room watching the scan happen and helped move the patient from the normal hospital bed onto the CT scanner. The surgeon and the resident looked through the exams as they were being acquired from the machine and there was no evidence of bleeding, which is great. Um, no fractures in the spine that were visible to us. And there was a possible fracture at the very top of the skull. There wasn't anything that elevated the concerns already above what they were, you know, no bleeding. That would be a very important thing to find. It winded down. The patient went back to the emergency room. And our team went back to the trauma ICU to just start writing notes about what we did and wait for the radiologist to actually officially read the CT scan and give an official word on uh, all of the possible 
things that there were to see in the CT. So it's pretty exciting stuff. Being part of the team, working through the steps to rule out the life-threatening injuries. Um, for my part, I did one part of the exam and contributed in a tiny little way to the workup. I was proud that I knew enough to do my tiny little job and report my findings. Um, if you remember back in August, one of the last podcasts that I recorded uh, was in anticipation of having a training session with the male teaching associates to learn the rectal and genital exam on male patients. And now two months later, I got to perform a very limited rectal exam on a real patient, of course, with complete guidance and supervision, but in an actual trauma case. So this is really cool. Performing in that pressurized situation is just a really good experience. Next time I'm in a trauma situation, it won't be my first time. In my next few weeks, I'll be hitting the books really hard. We finished the kidneys and the gastrointestinal system since my last podcast. Coming up is endocrinology and reproduction, and I've heard this is a really tough block. So this has been an exciting week. Thanks for listening to the episode. I talked about my trauma surgery elective. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to email me. My address is ben at bensweek.com. Thanks to David Funkhauser for the intro and outro music. Have a great week, everybody.